0: Nightline is a student-run listening and information service based in the University of Aberdeen. They offer anonymous listening, information, and support to all of the students at the University of Aberdeen. They follow five key principles, confidential, anonymous, non-directive, non-advisory, and non-judgmental. These principles help them to help you any issues you might have while studying at Aberdeen. They are open from 8pm to 8am every night during term and even during breaks. Aberdeen Nightline offers three lines of communication for students. They can be called at 01 224 27 28 29 or you can use their instant messenger service or you could email them at listening at aberdeen.nightline.ac.uk welcome to runa's ruminations the new podcast on the block discussing all the questions my friends and i ask ourselves today my friend maddie and i sat down maddie studies psychology and obviously has more knowledge than me on certain topics and in this episode we touched on the stigmata surrounding therapy and we'll also be sharing some useful resources and ways to get help if you're struggling mentally. I hope this episode is going to be useful for a lot of you and I hope you enjoy. So we were talking about the stigma attached to therapy While as women, I feel there is a stigma attached to it. I think for men, it's even worse still. Um, What would you say to a man in his twenties who is scared to seek help?
1: Ask yourself why? I think I would, yeah. I think it's a lot about reflecting. I mean, it's it's not the men's fault that it is the way it is. Um, I mean, maybe some of them do really re- reinforce the stereotypes, but ultimately they didn't create the stereotypes. Yeah. Um, and it is really deeply, deeply rooted as well. It's so far that women have much, much better coping mechanisms as a whole. If you, if you look at big studies, um, women have way better coping strategies than men do um, just because of the, the way that society has just created men and women now and how how men stereotypically have to behave Um, so that they are even more vulnerable as well to um to developing certain disorders Um, but um, if if there's if I, i think i would really question then what's stopping the person from pursuing uh therapy for example what is it that makes them think oh i shouldn't do it Mm-hmm. um if it's i don't know if it's if it's just the thought of oh I, I, don't, I shouldn't be weak or anything um then maybe refer back to me saying therapy requires lots of strength of yourself as well um so um it's not about being weak at all it's about being stronger actually to to be strong enough to open up you know and to be strong enough to decide to make changes yeah or if it's maybe the thought of what other people think of you or anything but I think deep down we all know that we shouldn't make decisions based on what other people think of us I think consciously we know that we shouldn't in practice that looks very different I think it does always play a role in our in our minds but I think the awareness of it will then hopefully already make us rethink our choices and say okay if I'm doing this just because of other people then um or I'm um, not doing it because of other people then. Yeah. Mm. That's probably not the best uh, decision to make either.
0: What about people who say, okay, they've worked through the whole stigma and yes. then they say, but I don't have the resources for it.
1: Yeah. There is is there there is resources that you, can, that you can reach out to for free as well. Um, they're not necessarily therapy, but at least there are resources to assist your mental health Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um i mean i can only very passionately speak about nightline (laughs) um that's a it's a great service to reach out to people um as a student i think if you work through the stigma talk to your gp about it if especially if it's your first time you will you will receive therapy from your healthcare provider
0: when people are still in university in the uk at least there's a counseling service you said there's nightline how does nightline work
1: nightline is a student-run service it's a student for student listening service um, that's operating every night during term times Um, pretty much every university across the uk has one Um, and um, yeah they're just listening to you and um, being there for you so if you're maybe struggling to open up to friends because it's just you know you have th- that first conversation you're still worried about what do other people think of me um you can reach out to nightline it's anonymous so you can just use that as practice even just have a practice session with uh, with a stranger who doesn't know who you are um and practice how you can maybe initiate the conversation for example and then you can also just experience what actually what a good feeling it actually is to have people listen to you
0: wow amazing that sounds great and it's free
1: yeah, free. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how what you might need. I don't know what how phone contracts, um, I
0: think. No, no, of course, but the service in itself is yeah, free. Yeah, the
1: service is free. Your phone. Yeah, absolutely, yes.
0: Yeah. And you said if someone were to go to their GP, say in the UK, and they say, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z, please hook me up with a psychologist, then they would probably get help that way as well. Yes. And with, under the NHS, the NHS would be paying for it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, that's such important information for people to know, because I think with um, people who work through the stigma and are finally at the other end of it, which takes a lot of time for, I'm sure, many, yeah. Um, yeah. they're there then on the other side of it, and they say, okay, I'm ready to go, but where do I go? How do I pay for this? I'm a student. Yeah. Um, and that can be really overwhelming and then really frustrating because you have now realized you need help, but you can't, you think you can't get any. Yeah, yeah.
1: but you can also, also just have a, have a Google. Um, I know that there's uh, the anxiety society, I think, um, who have a free hotline as well, where you can ask for help on how to get help. For example, I remember student services on campus um, in Aberdeen also offered for you to just ask them where to get, like, where can I get help, please? Yeah. Um, you mentioned the counseling service on campus I remember I know in Aberdeen it was completely free and it was super easy to get an appointment as well yeah um, I'm sure that many other campuses across uh, the UK have that as well yeah um, but if you're not in university um, there is other resources as well where you can where you can find help how to find help
0: yeah What I will say about the counseling service, for instance, is a misconception I had, or a misconception I had in general when I was younger, was that um, you meet with your psychologist and then if it doesn't help you, it's your fault. But I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I think it's like meeting friends. Sometimes you just don't click with people and you should click in some way with your psychologist. Doesn't mean they have to be your best friend, But if you feel like you just don't mesh with them, then for instance, with a counseling service, um, you can request a new counselor and and have no shame in just trying Mm -hmm. all of them before you commit to one, maybe one or two sessions, switch, actually probably not two, because then you might be too deep into it already, but do a session, switch, do a session, switch, do a session. They won't take it personally. They don't know. They don't care. They're being paid. And then if you found a person that you like, then stick with them. Um, because I made that mistake the first time around, I was working with someone who was, like I said, c- taking the completely wrong route with me and for me. And I then just concluded, that was about a year ago, I just then concluded, I can help myself better. And I did, <laughs> Um but it was because the approach was wrong for me. So if you mm-hmm. are with a therapist, and that can be really difficult to figure out when it's the first therapist you're seeing in your life. Um, but now that I'm a bit older, I'm thinking, oh, okay, the therapist I'm seeing right now just really works for me. The therapist I've, I've seen in the past didn't work for me. I have friends who have had similar, th- uh, the same, not just similar, I've had I have friends who've had the same therapist as me. And they said, oh, he did it for you no he didn't help me at all or this person was was good like you connected with them no that wasn't that wasn't it for me um and then vice versa people that didn't work out for me someone said oh no like they changed my life so it's just such a personal thing um and not everyone's going to be the best fit for you so don't be afraid to just try out a few different counselors especially with the university service there's Yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong with that
1: talk to them as well about the feelings you're having if you're feeling like you're something made you uncomfortable or, or something makes you worry a little bit within the session be open about that with your with the therapist as well or with the with the counselor that you're talking to um, yeah. because they they want you to feel as comfortable and as good as well um, and if there is anything that can that can facilitate that um do you say that as well
0: would you say therapy is for everyone? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I once heard somebody say, everybody should have, like, have, have had therapy in their life, Or actually many people say that. And I do believe that, I do very much agree. I think it helps you to just be more self-reflective. And I think self-reflection is something that is like a skill that should be in everyone's uh, skills list. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Even uh, the therapy sessions I've had in my life with therapists that didn't work out for me, they they were able to bring one or two things to my attention that then stuck in my mind. And I thought, oh yeah, okay, good point. Yeah, I'll watch yeah. out for that. Um, yeah. So I also think everyone should go and it shouldn't get to a point where you're really, really in the thick of it until you then finally go. Because I think that's what happens with a lot of people again, the stigma, et cetera, until you're it's almost like until you aren't miserable you don't qualify for it almost like this imposter syndrome of i'm not ill enough to be going but you don't have to be ill to be going please go even if you're feeling great there's probably stuff you should be thinking about and talking about is there anything you want to add last Um, words last famous words.
1: words don't be too hard on yourself as well, I think especially now, um, there's so much pressure on performing the same way you did before quarantine started and before there was a pandemic going on. Um, take, take, some, take some good care about yourself and um, speak nicely to yourself as well every now and then. You, you definitely do deserve it. Yeah,
0: I love that. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> taking the time really appreciate it i'll be cutting it yes. today and uploading it today since may is almost over and hopefully it'll help a few people yeah
1: yeah definitely <laughs> i don't know if that would help but maybe i can look up some resources as well you we can link or something
0: oh yeah if you'd like to please so,
1: yeah sure i'll do that
0: Like we mentioned earlier, most universities in the UK have a university-led counselling service that is free of charge to students. Specifically for the University of Aberdeen, virtual appointments are Monday to Friday from 9am to 1pm and then again from 2pm to 4pm. All you need is a UK phone number and you'll get an appointment within 48 hours. thank you again so much to you maddie for taking the time and thank you to you guys for listening to it i hope it was helpful to you if you have a request for a future episode please follow my instagram at arunafe and send me a message there until next time bye